I've been really stressed lately. How many times have you felt this way as well while working on your one-person business? Yeah, it's a lot. And to make matters worse, here's the raw, unfiltered, honest, bad news bears about this whole situation. In my experience, at least, this stress never really fully goes away. And I think the reason for that is there's just a lot going on for us one-person businesses. If you're a solopreneur, if you're out there wearing all the hats, the stress never goes away. So it becomes about how we handle it and how we can turn something that could seem like a negative into a positive and find strength out of that. But you know, as I'm recording this and just talking to you right now, my head is currently spinning from all of the things that need my attention right now. But I'm I'm fine, I think. <laughs> I hope. You know, and <laughs> it's it's all going to be water under the bridge. Like we we move on, things come in phases. We've got our up times, we've got our down times. It's very topsy turvy. It's very much a roller coaster ride. And like I said, there's a lot of different hats that we wear, but here are the top nine most common uh, like sources of stress for solopreneurs. You've got financial concerns. That is self-explanatory. We understand what that means. When you feel like you're running out of money, you're spending too much money, you're not making enough money, uh, you know, it's it's concerning to say the least. You know, so that causes tons of stress. Money just in general, even outside of business or talking about one-person businesses it's a huge source of a lot of like fractured relationships and just stress. So obviously it would be at the top of this list. Number two is workload and time management. There's a lot to get done and there's only so much time. And so it becomes really hard to know what you are supposed to be doing, especially when you're new, because everything seems important. And I still wrestle with that. I don't know if I'm ever going to fully have it handled, but I've learned a lot along the way, obviously, hence this podcast and me sharing what I'm learning and what I'm doing. But workload, the the amount of work that needs to get done and the amount of time that you have to manage all of these tasks is stressful. You've got uncertainty and risk. You know, we don't know if if it's going to keep going super well for us or not. Like there's just, we can't None of us are like we can't tell people's fortunes like you don't know what's happening tomorrow. You can never be so sure. And there's a lot of risk in that when you are operating a business. And this goes outside of even solo business, but just any sort of business ownership. There's a lot of risk involved. There's a lot on the line. But then zooming into specifically for us one person businesses, especially those working online digital based businesses where you really just need a computer and an Internet connection is there's a lot of isolation and a lack of support, or so it feels at least. And that's very real. I can speak from experience on that one. And that sometimes also goes hand in hand with this next one of self-doubt and imposter syndrome, feeling like maybe you're not cut out for it, or maybe you're in the wrong niche, or uh, everybody else just seems to be doing so well, and they have all this experience and all of the following, like, who are you to press record um, and turn on a camera or turn on a microphone or write a blog post and share it on social media? You know, like that, that feeling of like you are less than worthy to be among the professionals in the space. That's something we know we all, we all deal with. And no matter how much we're reminded that we all feel this because we're humans, 
at the end of the day, when you're in the trenches of feeling that for yourself, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to be able to keep your head on straight and hold like, you know, stand tall and proud knowing that you just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Like you just feel the walls closing in and it's really hard to fight that, you know, and then you have the balance of all of this work stuff and then your personal life. For me, I'm a father of two young boys. I've got a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I'm a husband, homeowner. There's a lot of stuff going on all the time. And given my boy's age right now, the very last thing I want to do is be not present. You know, I want to be around and available and super invested in, in their lives and supporting them and everything. And so to balance all of the things that my business requires – and what my role is as uh, a provider and a caretaker and a protector of this household, you know, I've got I, – I have to – there's just a lot that you have to – really that you have to be good at. And it, you're never going to nail it in all these areas at the same time. And so it just kind of it, – it, it's a challenge. It's stressful. That's why it's on this list. Balancing the work in the personal life 100% is on this list. And then you have the – zooming back into your business, you've got marketing and acquiring clients and customers. When you're just getting started, it's hard to figure out how to promote yourself, what words to use to best describe like the value that you provide, and then start to actually get the new customers coming through the doors and actually having those conversations, turning these prospects into leads, into customers. You know, that's stressful, especially when it, it, this circles back into the financial concerns that a lot of us have that we deal with. And so all of these stresses kind of inter intertwine with one another, just creating a ball of chaos, really. Um, and then you have the competition. There's everybody else doing their thing. And so you feel like uh, if you're not crushing it, like on a daily basis, you're slipping and you're falling behind and the competition's getting ahead, um, which there's a lot to unpack on that topic. But we just know that because we're not the only person out there uh, – catching the fish so to speak like trying to do business in this niche you know it's it sucks when you to use the fishing metaphor when you're sitting there with the pole in the water and you look over and somebody else is catching a bunch of stuff and you're sitting there with just an empty rod and reel like that's not fun and then the last one is time management and productivity which does circle back around to kind of just the amount of workload that you have how do i maximize my time how do i handle this appropriately so that i can accomplish everything that needs to get done because there's a mountain of priorities Whew. so even just in that list i mean i i don't know if you feel like your blood pressure going up a little bit i know i do uh but what i want to do in today's entry is focus on a few of the things that i touched on just there was uncertainty and risk uh, isolation and lack of support is a big one for us to talk about today, as well as self-doubt and that imposter syndrome. Because I have a solution that's been working tremendously well for me. And so that's what I'm here to share is something that I'm doing that I think could work out really well for you. And it's a constant practice. It's a constant effort. You're never going to just all of a sudden have a light switch, like a light bulb moment where now you just, you're nailing it and these stresses never come back to bite you because they always will. That's just the nature of, uh, of life really. So we just learn to roll with it. But the problem here, just to kind of like articulate the problem we're tackling today in this entry in a, in a one line kind of just boom, here's the statement is that working for yourself by yourself is a roller coaster of a career path. 
And at some point, all solopreneurs face crippling loneliness, lack of direction, and a mountain of self-doubt. And so I'll go ahead and spoil it right now. Here's the solution. Have more conversations. You know, and I have screwed myself for the at least the past two to three years because I hesitated on this very thing. So let me tell you a little story about me and kind of contextualize what we're talking about here today with a little bit of a story. So in the email version of this and in the blog, which you can go to evanshank.com and see uh, the online version of this as well, uh, I, I titled this section, Don't Be Like Me, Learn From My Mistakes. Because let me tell you kind of my background a little bit. My one-person business journey started back in 2019. And this is what I did was I started by becoming a freelancer in the email marketing space. And everything was going fine. It was going well. I mean, I wasn't super skilled, but I was learning a lot every single day with each client that I worked with, whether it was just a like a simple little project or even some that were starting to become retainer-based relationships where it was ongoing. I was getting paid monthly uh, as their email marketer in a sense. And so what I was doing is learning a lot and raising my rates consistently. So confidence for me at, the, at this point in the in the game was not an issue yet. But in it was around 2021, so a couple years later, I really started to revamp my vision for my solo business career to become more of a product-based business that went beyond the scope of selling my time to help other businesses with their email marketing efforts. So essentially, I was shifting away from B2B, business to business, and going to a B2C model, so business straight to the consumer or the customer. So I wanted to work directly with people rather than with other businesses and just trading my time um, for a paycheck from them. I wanted to create things, and there's there's a lot of leverage in that path as a one-person business owner. And so that's what I wanted to start to steer towards because you only have so much time in the day, like I mentioned earlier. So if you're selling your services like in a freelancing capacity or even if you're an employee somewhere, there's only so many hours that you can trade in exchange for money from the employer or from the client. And so this this has been a shift that I'm still very much in the midst of because I have one I have one foot in either camp right now. You know, I still do freelancing gig work and have some retainer-based clients and things like that, but I'm trying to close that shop down slowly but surely as I drum up the creator side of the business. So when I started to make this shift, like I said, back in 2021, I started to use that blind confidence to post content online to build my following. And like I mentioned in my last entry, if you caught the last video or wherever you consume this, these M&M entries, it didn't go very well. It didn't go very well when I used this blind confidence. And I found myself with no growth, no engagement, no leads, no nothing. Yikes. And my confidence basically tanked overnight. And uh, I'll be real and candid. Like I'm still working through this. Uh, I'm very quick to let you know that I, I do not have it all figured out. And I'm just here to share what I'm learning along the way and the things that are working and not working. And so what the reason I share is because I want you to avoid the crippling stress that I have and had due to my ego and stubbornness. <laughs> and I know you're thinking, oh, ego, stubbornness, that's that's totally not you, Evan. 
Uh, my wife and some of my closest friends and family members would maybe argue that. I think there's a little bit of ego and stubbornness that I've, but you know, we're working on it. We're working on it. And you see, I had been completely disregarding a specific piece of advice that I had already been told countless times. And so if you think about it, it starts to sound like a Jay-Z song right here, but 99% of your problems, 99% of your questions, 99% of your stress and 99% of your future success can be solved with one singular action. It's having conversations. It seems stupidly simple. But start new conversations and contribute to existing ones every single day. That's the solve. And we'll break this down as to how and why and how you can get started with it. And when I talk in conversations, this is not for the sake of blabbering and avoiding important work. Like As we mentioned earlier, there's a lot on your to-do list, daily, weekly, monthly, yearly. And, you know, so we can't just be, we can't be pissing away our time on social media. You know, we're not doing this for the sake of blabbering, all right? We've got work that needs to get done. But the reason that you have these conversations is to gain feedback, Get insights, ask for some advice, look for new customers or new colleagues, other people, other professionals in the niche that you can connect with and become buddies with. And I would say, and I think you'd agree, that's pretty important work, especially in the beginning. So here's where to begin. There's a lot of places that you can have conversations, and I've got four Uh, that I'm going to share with you here today. Some may feel more obvious than others, but I think this is really important for us to just really dig into this and focus on the power that is in the conversation. So there are a variety of places to start or join really great conversations online, but here's what's worked for me. Number one, coaching. For me, it was May of 2022 when I hired my business coach, and I'm so glad that I did. I had felt this like, internal friction, this this almost guilt that I was really sabotaging my own growth and success by hesitating on hiring somebody. And a lot of it was because of financial concern. And the other part of it for me was, I've never really dug into this actually, like I brought like these internalized thoughts or frictions like out verbally, but I think it was that there would just be such a ramp up phase for me to, I felt like I wasn't going to like present where I'm at and where I wanted to go like appropriately. I felt like I wasn't going to do a good job representing my, like my goals and my ambitions appropriately so that I could get the best, most direct advice to get me to where I wanted to go. If that makes sense, I'm not sure, but I'm so glad that I did back in May, 2022 is when we started and conversations with a coach or a mentor is ridiculously impactful because you can really unpack and detangle your specific situation. That's what I love about coaching is you get to talk about you. Like you go online, you start talking me, 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 I, 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 people are going to write you off really quick and just think that you're an egomaniac and just like, (laughs) it's not going to work well for you, right? But with coaching, coaching, or if you have a mentor, just somebody that's like very experienced, wiser than you, that Um, is willing to listen and share and break things down uh, specific to your situation. I mean, that is a, that is the win. That's the biggest win you can have here. And what you're doing is you're paying for high level expertise directed a hundred percent at you in your business. And for instance, in my coaching calls, I don't know how 
how it works with other coaches. He's the only coach I've worked with. A shout out to Joel. Great dude. Um, you know, just super thankful for you, man. Uh, but in our calls, I ask <laughs> a crazy amount of questions. I pitch my ideas and my logic behind it, whether we're talking about something new that I want to offer or just a new system or solution to something that I've been struggling with. You know, so I'm always pitching my thoughts. I've got a bit of a creative brain, so that's I'm, I'm always firing things off and then explaining why I think it's a good idea and then hearing his insight and feedback. And sometimes it's like, actually, that's a great idea, Evan. Here's my suggestion with this or have you considered this? And other times he's like, you know what, dude? Maybe a good idea, but you're definitely not there in your business yet. You're like still on chapter two and you're talking chap- chapter 10 stuff. <laughs> and so, you know, you get this really honest, authentic feedback and it's boom, like I said, directed right at you and your situation. And I can also open up and I've almost been down into tears before, you know, just with no words, uh, just sharing insecurities and doubts. And some of my recent conversations with him have been, you know, in that in in that vein, you know, so it's not always just business talk, like really sterile, like unemotional stuff. Sometimes it gets very, uh, we bring in the psychology and the emotions that are involved with us as business owners, as people, you know, because it's so important for us to unpack and just see it for what it is, work on it, and um, yeah, just move forward from that. And then, of course, through that whole through every coaching call that I have with him, which we meet twice monthly, uh, one we have we have a like an intensive session. It's about ninety minutes, and then we do like a thirty to forty minute check in. Um, so I, I get to talk to him twice a month, and then we go back and forth um, just through asynchronous chatting on our phones a little bit here and there as well. Um, but you know, I'm just I'm a sponge to the whole thing, just soaking up every ounce of wisdom that's given. And so that is that is the number one thing with conversations. And I think these all have their place. The other ones I'm going to share with you are, I would say, equally as important, but they serve different functions to a degree. So coaching, it's specific to you. It really allows you to unpack and, and just you're paying for real wisdom from somebody. That is critical conversations to be having. And if you can't afford coaching, like I said, looking for a mentor and you don't go and you ask, uh, you don't go and ask somebody, "Hey, can you be my mentor?" And I've heard other people that are way further along in their journey talk about this exact topic, so I won't um, overstate it too much here. But you find mentors by just making connections with people that you respect, you admire, and you look up to, and you share your willingness through your actions, your words, your behaviors, your body language, the things you choose to say, the things you choose to not say, you show your true intentions um, and just that that you you display that growth mindset to these people that are further ahead along further along the road than than you are. And then when you do ask a question or look for a little bit of feedback or their two cents on something, they're likely to help you out. And give you, in a lot of times, you ask for two cents, and sometimes they'll give you ten. It depends on the person, depends on the situation. But it's not this like formalized, like okay, now I need to go find a mentor. I need to go like apply to <laughs> to be to be um, to find my mentor. It doesn't work like that. That's at least in in my understanding and experience. The people that have been uh, mentors to me throughout my life, inside and outside of business, it's not been this formalized handshake agreement. 
It's a, um, it's just a relationship that develops because they want to see other ambitious, dedicated, growth-oriented individuals win. They want to be a part of other people's success because they're older and wiser, and so they they just have a better perspective on life in most cases. Um, so coaching, mentors, great conversations. The second out of these four that we're talking about today is online groups. So this is pretty self-explanatory. Some of this is going to be self-explanatory, but let's unpack it nonetheless. With online groups, you can participate in forums like on Reddit. Uh, believe it or not, I, I'm familiar with Reddit. I've been on Reddit, I guess, before, but I never had a profile. I just created one like last week, and I've enjoyed it. I haven't spent a ton of time there, but I really like it. I think I could get used to this. And I know there's some diehard Reddit people out there. So uh, shout out to you. You got something cool going on there. And so I'm just, I'm, I'm a newbie learning the ropes. So, ropes. so if you have any advice or suggestions or uh, what do you call them? Just like chat rooms, Reddit threads, um, the, dip, the, the spaces, the Reddit spaces. I don't, what do you, I don't know what you call them. But uh, if there's any that you suggest that I be a part of and be in, uh, Holler at your boy and let me know. But you can also join groups on Facebook, for instance. You know, there's there's handfuls of places online where you can join groups. And really what's happening in, in these groups is that it's just a lot of similar people flocking to be next to each other in the digital in the digital sense. And there's a sense of safety and belonging in these groups. You're like, you're with your people, you know? You feel understood. You feel heard, which helps with that imposterness or imposter syndrome, the the loneliness, all of those um, self limiting beliefs. When you surround yourself with other people that are in the trenches working on it, some further along than you, some exactly where you're at, and some that haven't got haven't climbed as many rungs in the business ladder yet, if you want to call it that. You have them all, but you you share similar vision, values, interests. And so there's a lot of sense of belonging and community that can be found in these online groups. And whether they're public or private, free or paid, online groups are great for meeting new people and seeing questions and then seeing the feedback of many who are also in your niche. So I highly suggest getting involved in some online groups, easy way to join or start a conversation. The third one is emails and DMs. I'm kind of la- I'm lumping those two together because there's really something special about this. And lately, it has been pretty much my favorite form of digital conversation entirely. And I want to lean into it a little bit more. Going back to kind of what I've mentioned of the different stages or phases or chapters of business growth, and as I mentioned, like being on chapter two versus you know talking about chapter ten type stuff. Like the thing with legitimate email and DM conversations is that they're not scalable at all, you know, so it's not necessarily high leverage in that sense. Um, It's just not scalable because it's super time consuming, but what it lacks in scalability, it's way offset by the depth of the relationship building that occurs. You know, for instance, using myself as the example, as, as I try to as much as possible, uh, to create some familiarity here and just show like <laughs> my authenticity, you know, I'm working on that as much as possible, just sharing it, even if it's kind of the ugly truth. Like I just released this content creation toolbox. It's an all-in-one content ideation, creation, management, repurposing software tool that I built that works within Notion. 
and I've been promoting it pretty heavily. Um, I put out a uh, a sale to my subscribers, which I have a two hundred. Whoops, knocking the microphone over. I have about two hundred people on my newsletter list as of right now. Um, and so I wanted to just promote this new product. You know, I've been sending out a lot of M and M emails and just giving a lot of information and trying to just contribute as much as possible rather than asking for things, but wanted to make sure everybody knew about it. And so, uh, that, that sale just wrapped up as of yesterday, actually. So different day from when the time when you're hearing this, but, uh, it just recently wrapped up. And so there's a handful, you know, I didn't sell as many as I thought that I would. And it's not, you know, I'm I'm learning. Like I said, you know, I come from the freelancer side of things. I'm building up this creator side of the business, which is really the passion and the direction that I want to take this whole thing and diversify revenue streams. Um, You know, I'm not reinventing the wheel here, but I am on my own course through this process. And this is a perfect opportunity. My coach had suggested, like, why don't you reach out and have some one-to-one conversations with all of the people in your um, subscriber list that maybe had clicked on a link and looked at the the toolbox, the thing that I was selling, but never followed through with the purchase. Just that's a fantastic way to start the conversation of like, that's a little bit more one-to-one, or it's not a little bit; it's entirely one-to-one. You know, I'm not sending out an email blast. Um, from me to a bunch of people at once it's you know you're sniping you're having one conversation at a time it's not this big shotgun approach and so yeah it's not scalable but where i'm at in my business going back to that chapters like phases of business that's where i'm at as far as i understand that's what i've been learning is i need to be having more conversations especially with the people that have already chosen to be a part of my ecosystem you know i'm super grateful for that Um, and just very thankful for every single person, every single moment of time that anybody will give to anything that I'm saying or sharing. And if it provides value, that's the win-win and that's the community we're building. That's the world that I want to contribute to and be a part of. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's all win-win and that's just where I'm at. So emails and DMs are a fantastic place to be having conversations. It's not scalable. You know, you can't, and yes, you can you can play the automations game and you can find ways to like you leverage tech, AI, automations to make this a little more hands-free. But the type of conversation that I'm talking about, this is going to be a lot more manual work. But if you're, I don't know if this is resonating with you, if you feel some of the stresses that I'm talking about and this feels like kind of like where you're at in business, then maybe it's not about doing the, uh, like leveraging too much tech right now. Maybe it's about the kind of the the boots on the ground approach of having conversations. Emails and DMs are great to that, great for that. And it really only takes, in my experience, I've just been doing it uh, a lot more lately. Um, so I kind of just jumped in, you know, with jumped in head first. It only takes one or two exchanges before you like you almost immediately start to feel like you've made a new friend. And it's been really awesome, and I I enjoy it, and it's high value. It's high impact. It helps me uh, feel like I'm actually talking to real people, which you are. Uh, But when you're just turning on a microphone and a camera and just speaking to the world and you just see a view count, like you don't get to actually hear from people as much. So this feels more real. And, 
you're making more friends and making you feel less lonely. You feel like you're providing value. And so, you know, I'm talking to people on my subscriber list. I'm talking to other niche-related professionals. I've been really loud on Twitter lately. My following is like low 100s, I think 110, 111. I would love to see that skyrocket. Uh, and you know, we'll just, we'll stay the course and see what happens over time, but there's other niche related professionals out there on Twitter and other spaces like that, that I'm being able to connect with that I otherwise wouldn't have been. And it's making that imposter syndrome go away. I'm able to talk to customers and saying, Hey, how do you like that toolbox product? Are you enjoying it? And you know, so there's a lot of different types of conversations to be had, but it helps eliminate with all that stress and makes you feel more, um, determined and hungry and excited about where you're at and where you're trying to go with your business. And this is maturing you as an individual, as a professional as well. I always end up having great conversations, asking for feedback, advice, and trying to return the favor. It always leaves me feeling great, period, hands down, you know, end of story. And the fourth place that you can have conversations or witness conversations and start to feel um, a part of something is just following specific social media accounts. And obviously, most of us, I know for me, I've been doing this since day one of my solopreneur journey, and it can be really helpful, but it can be really damaging if you're not careful as well. And so I do have a YouTube video. I can't remember the title of it. Um, It's linked. I'll link it, um, uh, the first thing in the description, on, on this entry here. So whether you're on Spotify listening to this or watching the video version on Spotify, there's a link in the description. It'll shoot you out to YouTube so you can see it. And if you're on YouTube, you're already here. So well, I've got another video for you next. Uh, but it's really just my whole experience with just taking in too much information. It's the ugly side to this. And I unpack it there so I don't need to uh, today in this entry. And it is one of my higher view viewed vid- videos as well. Um, But it is a double-edged sword is really what I'm getting at. What happens when you're following these specific social media accounts that, you know, a lot of times it's people that are kind of doing the thing in real time that you wish to achieve, that you're aspiring towards. But if you bring in that information, your mind will start to internalize and begin to believe anything that you put in front of it enough times. Like if you do it enough, what, even if it's garbage information, like this works the other direction too. And that's why we see uh, some really nutty like opinions and beliefs out there that I think a lot of us, if we were to have a real conversation like behind the scenes, we'd be like, yeah, that's kind of crazy that people are saying that that, you know, like so just some of the things, the speaking their truth. And uh, anyway, I, I digress. If you feed yourself the same thing, if you feed your mind the same thing, whether it's healthy for you or not healthy for you, if you feed it, to yourself enough times, it becomes the truth. It's the only thing that you understand to be true and be real because you haven't looked at anything else. And so uh, if you curate your feeds to be that of healthy information from thought leaders in your space, then you're doing something right. But the gold is really in the comment and replies section. This is where you can start asking and answering questions is in the comments section. Look for Look for questions that are being asked. Just go ahead and throw your two cents or share your experience of how, what the, um, you know, the, the information in that piece of content, whether it's like in the YouTube comments or whatever, for example, like 
validate that the advice that was given in the video works really well or challenge it a little bit with a mature um, conversational type of approach, like toss out your perspective in a respectful way. A lot of people get that wrong. They just start barking about whatever it is that they think is to be that they believe to be true. And it's just a big mess. Toss out your perspective in a respectful way because the feedback you get may not only turn into a new virtual friend, but this also helps you feel heard and validated, which really helps cure the loneliness found in the solo solo business journey. And a word of advice is pace yourself on this one. Don't let it get in the way of you accomplishing your critical tasks. And these are just a few ways that you can start having more conversations online. So let's dig in even further. Myself as the example, let's look at, I put in the email and on the online version, evanshank.com, you can check this out. It's a very simple, I made it in Canva and it took me five seconds, but a little pie chart to kind of show you where my current online conversations um, are happening in kind of the, the ratio of where the time is being spent. And so really the three categories are posting and commenting on Twitter and then now with Instagram's Threads uh, app, that that platform. I've been on there a little bit. Honestly, I'm not sure about Threads. I like it. But for my purposes, it seems like Threads is going to be more – I'm totally getting off topic. It seems like Threads is going to be a lot more uh, casual and less of a money grab type place or money grabs probably not the right words, but like business-oriented uh, where you can really go out there to promote your business. And, and of course, the the app just launched less than a week ago. So there's a lot of, and, and Zuck and everybody else on that, on the Threads team have talked about, there's a lot of things they want to bring to the platform. So we'll see how it shakes out over time. Um, I'm really optimistic and hopeful for it. But what I like about Twitter is I can use it from my desktop and computer as well as mobile. I can get it from all the different devices. I'm able to, I just have a better workflow and I feel like it makes more sense to be promoting myself um, as a personal brand and the things that I'm presenting to the world to build an audience and provide more value over time. It seems like Twitter is the right spot for that right now, whereas Threads seems a little bit more casual showing the other side um, of people, uh, I guess. I don't know. That's not a very well-formulated opinion or thought on it, but that's just kind of what I've noticed so far. So, and because of that, with having kids and all the other things outside of work, when I'm not working, I'm using air quotes if you're just listening, not watching the video version. When I'm not working, I don't really want to be on social media. Like other than watching YouTube or maybe just scrolling for a little bit before bed or something, you know, so like updating casual stuff on thread. Anyway, I'm totally off topic. Twitter and threads, uh, represent 60% of my conversations right now, email and DMS. So that one-to-one not scalable approach that I'm just a super fan of right now. That's about 30% of my conversation time and energy. And then 10% goes to groups and forums, so Facebook groups, Reddit, things of that nature. Um, and like I said, free or paid, uh, public or private groups and forums, uh, you can have fantastic conversations there in general. And this is just what my situation looks like right now. I think 
um, in the in the near term future, like in the in here in the short term, I will probably be doing more than thirty percent on the DMs and email side because those one to one conversations are incredibly valuable for me right now in this chapter of my business. Uh, but you know, Twitter is great for audience building, um, just starting to become um, just rubbing elbows with the right people within the niche and industry that I'm involved in. So that's kind of what I've got going on right now, and this will change over time for sure. But here's an idea for you. You know, talking about conversations, that's the whole thing. All of the stresses, you got money concerns, you've got self-limiting beliefs, you've got priorities that are all out of whack, you've got goals that you don't know um, if you're if you're setting goals the appropriate way, you've got your work life, you've got your personal life, we've got all these things that are contributing to the never-ending pile of stress. Uh, and we know that with conversations, it can help with that. That's what I'm driving home. I know you are picking up on, I know you're picking up what I'm putting down, but to start to kind of turn the ship a little bit, I would much prefer to have more conversations and be helpful specifically for you. You know, if you're taking in this content, especially if you're, now, well, this this across the board, it doesn't matter. I was gonna say, especially if you're, a longtime listener or viewer or you've been a subscriber of the YouTube channel or you've listened to multiple Spotify episodes, no matter where you're consuming this content. Um, but even if it is your first time and you're resonating and you're, you're digging what we're talking about, you're picking up what I'm putting down uh, and you think that it would be good for us to connect, I think it would be too. I would love to get to know you a little bit better. So this is kind of a call to action. This is me opening up my inbox, evan at evanshank.com. Shoot me an email. Shoot me an email. Um, I will do my absolute best to respond, especially, and if you really want a response and you really want to have a conversation, just make sure that there's some substance to what you're sharing. Um, now that I just gave my email out, I don't, if it's it's a spammy or just like a not even a full like full thought out email, like there's no thought to it. It's just, (laughs) then I may or may not respond to that. But if you're really looking to build connection, ask advice, um, share your story, ask me um, to share a little bit more about my experience with X, Y, or Z, we can chat about one person business ideas and strategy. We can talk about marketing and that's my background, so I hopefully can be of value to you in that capacity. Um, I'm big in the email side and content, social media side of things. Um, we could talk about mindset. We can talk about that around business and life and the way to win with all of this. Uh, if you're watching the video version, you probably see that I have business books up behind me and also personal development, just trying to be the best man that I possibly can be, the best father I can be, the best husband I can be. Um, I want to be proud of myself. I want to take actions that I'm, I'm doing good by my, like on behalf of my future self, that I'm taking the actions um, that build a life that, that others can look up to and respect and admire and learn from. That's my aim you know, so I'm always open to those conversations as well, or productivity systems, time management, any of that stuff. I'm not a pro. I'm not a pro at all of it. Um, I'd like to think that I know a few things, uh, but we can always grow and learn together through having conversations. So you could pitch me your ideas, plans, or anything related to build your best life through one person business ownership. I'm down for it all, baby. 
So feel free to hit me up. You can catch me in the DMs um, on IG. I'm pretty active on IG and Twitter as far as DMs are concerned. So for some one-to-one conversation or Evan at evanshank.com is my inbox. So you can hit me there. So let me just say, just encourage you. Don't let your ego or imposter syndrome get in the way of your success like I did. You'll waste years of your life when you could have been inching closer and closer to your dream outcome. Having conversations dramatically helps reduce the loneliness, self-doubt, feeling stuck, and more. And not only will it make you feel better, but the best ideas and opportunities always seem to come through human connections that we make. And I don't claim to be a business coach, but I definitely know how hard this career path can be. Plus, I'd love the chance to get to know you better and hear from you and learn about you and provide value in the best way that I possibly can. And if you've made it this far, I really encourage you to reach out. I can't wait to hear from you. I'm really looking forward to it. I hope you found value in this entry today. And until next time, peace.